0: listening to the real man i appreciate them dudes for talking about the raw wait they were talking about the relatable that's exactly what i've been going through the relentlessly real podcast welcome to the relentlessly real podcast where we discuss real raw and relatable topics hey hey. thank you for taking time to listen Uh, to our podcast today let's kick this off with some introductions my name is jonathan jones
1: I am Terrence Robinson And Mike Williams
0: Yo, how are you guys doing today? Like, how y'all feeling? What's what's, what's, what's going
1: on? I'm doing great I just got back from Mexico So nice. I'm actually doing really, really good You are, yeah You should be And I'm already ready best
0: trip. Day. When did you get back?
1: Uh, Wednesday I was, We were there for five days
0: And we were shooting this on Saturday So you were there for five days? Yeah, I was there for five days Wow
1: and I went back to work on Friday. Whoa, me. you went to work on Friday? I went to work on Friday. Man, you—that's stupid. Supposed to be off, but I went to work.
0: What kind of vacation is that?
1: Listen, <laughs> <Drop> <laughs>
2: these the kind days. that you gotta, yeah, you gotta <laughs> go back to
0: work and shut up.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, Mike? What's going on with you, bro?
2: Um, just everyday life, man. Um, one day at a time. That's all we promise. So yeah. that's all I'm gonna do is one day at a time. I hear you. I've
0: gone with that method. I'm like, you know what? I can't <laughs> stress about everything. I gotta just deal with whatever's happening right now. Yeah, really? Um, and today, what's happening right now? I have to hold my mic. If you're not watching, <laughs> if you're not watching, um, he's on YouTube, he's uh, not praying. I- I'm not praying to Jesus. I'm actually holding my mic today because I left my stand. So that's gonna be a little bit difficult, a uh, tricky of a day. But we're gonna keep it moving. Um, today we want to talk about um, being black in America. And what that looks like for us. Um, but aside from even that, uh, Mike's gonna start us off with our trending topic. So hit it, hit it Mike. All right.
2: So um, today's trending topic is about um, DJ Cooper, a basketball <laughs> player that has uh, played overseas for some time. Um, let's see. So he recently got suspended, um, not from doing drugs, not from, you know, beating up nobody, getting into a fight or anything like that. Uh, he got suspended for not passing his drug test which ultimately came back as him being <laughs> pregnant I just, Wow I just, um congratulations because <laughs> <can't laughs> the caption says pregnant with a guy. dude so so basically what ended up happening was instead of submitting his own urine sample he submitted his uh, girlfriend's or a female friend's uh, urine sample which, turned out to be have hcg high levels
0: i don't know what the Uh, acronym is yeah
2: that's basically in a nutshell that's the levels that doctors use to tell whether you're pregnant or not right Um, all this stuff is done within like the i think the placenta the uterus all that other stuff i don't want to know yeah
0: but go ahead mike for knowing the women part be all wrong and we're like go ahead mike (laughs) yeah
2: i'm
3: proud of him though
2: (laughs) well no i'm i'm trying to learn about this stuff as we're in this phase of uh All right. you know trying to get ready for you did better than me because I didn't know where things came from. I
1: have two and yeah, I still man. don't know
2: where where did that kid come from again? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you uh, side note, did you see your wife um as as the babies was coming? Did you see I it?
1: saw the first one.
0: You didn't what happened? I did not happened watch happened watch
1: with London? Second. <sighs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> where were you for your I was there, birth? but I was like I was there, I was in the room but I think you know, at that point, I was more so making sure Tanisha was okay, so I didn't really like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think this is. A, I don't think it's okay
0: to not be in the room.
1: I was in the. I said I, I was, was in the room. I was. I just said I was in the room. I just wasn't standing placenta view. Like. Okay, <laughs> placenta view. Okay, that's valid.
0: <laughs> I I wasn't in. I was I was in the room, and I I you know I remember my mother in law was like, uh, "Oh my god!" Like, look, because she was standing, you know, in between. Uh, Javier's legs, like looking as the baby was coming out, she's like, Oh my gosh, oh my goodness, this is like kind of getting excited. So I was like, Man, what does she see? I wanna, I wanna see it. I gotta <laughs> experience it. And I, I peeked my head around that corner, and you bro. You wish you
1: could just take your eyes, eyes
0: like, Yo, God, take my eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my eyes. I don't wanna see that ever again. <laughs> it was the
0: most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: And the fact that it snaps back into place. Let me tell you
0: something. I questioned whether I would be able to get up back around there in that area. Like I was like, after seeing that, we're done. This is it.
2: I can only imagine man, at this point, like I don't know what I would do. Granted, no. I'm not going to be that guy that has a video camera or, uh, you know, photography or nothing like that in that moment, but it's something that I would want to see because I feel like you need. want to you see it. Like, yeah. yeah, you want to see it. Um, just <sighs> mm-hmm. for your understanding, it, whether it's you know, you can understand theoretically
0: without that. having to see it, like with your Once own. Once was eyes,
2: enough. Though. I didn't have to see
1: it. Once was enough. I feel <laughs>
0: you. If we have like two or three, I'm like ah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> but DJ is
2: pregnant, so he's <laughs> right. <laughs> he's right. about to explode. Yeah. Exactly. So what do they say? What do they
0: say? What's gonna happen. They just suspended him.
2: Um. Yeah. They just suspended him. I haven't done much it's for one research year yet. After that. Oh, oh for he's, one he's year. He's eligible
1: in June, t- uh, 2020. Wow. Damn.
0: Dang, yo. Yeah, for that's being that's pregnant. For
2: being pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even pregnant. Yo, still... he has to be donkey of the year. Like, yeah, you're Not an idiot. just day. Like this. He's like, babe, can, can you go, can you go ahead and pee for me? Now, if his <laughs> now if his girlfriend is pregnant and that was her urine sample, that's a uh, heck of a way to find out that you're you're pregnant wait wait till you wait till till
0: you're sitting down 10 years years later telling that story to your kid like yeah we've actually found out because i had to do a a test for them was it uh fiber
1: Mm-hmm. But who doesn't Eva. think about this stuff? Eva. Like, If I'm going to take somebody's urine, can it be a dude? Why wouldn't it be a dude? I'll, I'll do all your homies smoke <laughs> weed too? Like. You don't know anybody that could have no. did that test for you that wasn't? All it. his homies do drugs. So that's, he, that's they hilarious. all doing <laughs> together. They all do them, so. That's hilarious, y'all. He knew she didn't because she's pregnant. So. But light bulb. Like.
0: Well, we hope she didn't because she could easily be yeah. out here smoking she weed could. and whatever. She could be. But, but exactly. he trusted her to do the test so that nonetheless... Um so anyway today we're going to talk about being black in America um the trials and tribulations the good the bad the ugly um there are a lot of you know ways we could jump into this topic um i actually kind of saw a clip not long ago um essentially what the clip had uh, stated was that a boy was basically shot out shot at excuse me um he went to go he woke up late for school and he went to go knock on a neighbor's door as 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 he was going like not a neighbor's door but he was he went to, he was late for school woke up and um was like going to school i guess and walking to school and uh, along the way of walking to school he essentially like um got lost cuz he's young he's like 14 15 years old so, so when he, you know, yeah. got lost, he yeah. ended up, you yeah. know, knocking on a door, hopefully a neighbor's door, to figure out, okay, how do I even, you know, get to school? Like, can you show me direction wise? How do I get to school? So he knocks on a door. A woman comes down the, down the stairs or whatever, and she's like, "Why are you trying to rob me?" And he's just like, "I'm not trying to rob you. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to figure out how to get to school. I don't know. I'm lost. I, I've lost my my way. Whatever." And then a guy comes down the, down the stairs not long after, and basically he. You know, they have an encounter about whatever's going on. Mm. And the guy, the, the boy, the, the black boy, ends up running away um, from the house because the guy in, tries to shoot, shoot him for trying to, quote-unquote, rob the Jesus. house. So, um... This is a young 14-year-old black boy. I, again, his mom, you know, was speaking on his behalf in the clip. If you see a clip, I might drop the clip in the link below. Um, but in the clip, his mom talks about, like, we just want justice for, you know, like, why would you shoot somebody just for trying to figure out how to get to school? Mm-hmm. Like, the boy had no idea, um, you know, what was going on. Like, he was just trying to get to school. And and for someone to assume um, off the onset, like, just from somebody knocking, just from ringing a doorbell. Like, first of all, if I'm trying to rob you, I wouldn't ring the doorbell. Yeah. Like, what am I? I guess if I'm trying to just see if somebody's home before you know robbing them i'm guessing that would be what the strategy but like if you're really trying to rob somebody you're breaking and entering without question you're not ringing the doorbell yeah. or knocking so yeah. the person he said he said that he actually knocked on the door and took a step back nobody came to the door and then knocked on the door again or rang the doorbell and took a step back again and then she finally came to the door and basically off the beginning was like why are you trying to rob me like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it, it speaks to the, the preconceived notion, before we ever say a word, before we ever um, can speak on our own behalf, our skin color comes before anything else. And I just kind of wanted to um see what y'all thoughts were about one that encounter and, you know, how, how y'all feel about that as, as a black man growing up in America.
2: So, even, okay, so going back to the description of, like, what happened, right, within the scenario... Think about it from a practical sense, if I'm thinking like a criminal, right, I'm not going to try to rob you through your front door and ring your doorbell. If anything, I'm going to the back where can't nobody see me and, you know, try to be as discreet as possible. Um, So the the whole story and this is based off of what the news has given us, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What media has presented to us. Uh, We don't know the entire story and everything like that. So we got to take that into consideration, too, with any type of scenario. But. Uh, when it comes down to like just being black in America man it's 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 such a loaded situation um i I think I'm still just trying to gather like the fact that he was running away and old boy still shot at him like there are several laws out there that tell you um hey man if if they're running away, and you shoot at them, that yeah. could potentially be that's on you. Mm-hmm. Right. As the owner of the house. Yeah. <laughs> if they if they have crossed that threshold, you know, that's somewhat justification. Um, and once they do the investigation and everything like that, if he's caught running away and gets shot in the back in the, the corner or whatever, does all of that that investigation, they will ultimately you would think they will ultimately rule that as hey, he was running away, this is your fault. You should have been more responsible as a, uh, you know, someone that carries a gun or whatever, uh, as far as using it. Hopefully. I, I, I mean, I just saw there was a, a video of a girl who got jumped in
1: a Walmart. She was getting jumped by some girls mm-hmm. and she had a concealed carry permit and she had a license to carry. And she so she had a license to carry and she mm-hmm. had the gun. And in the midst of her getting attacked, she went for her gun and went out and she went to shoot it at the people. Mm-hmm. And, but like you said, because she went and followed them and shot again, that's why they charged her because she followed them throughout the store and went after them again. So she's of course saying self-defense, you know, but right now, you know, she's got, she's got charges pending in that case because she went and followed them. Mm -hmm. And so, but again, once again, she was black and it's, it's, it's mighty funny how the story is, it's often different. You know, if if it's a different race, like, you know, and that's just, that's just the facts. I mean, just in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, if this was, if this was a white person and it was getting attacked by, by black people, it wouldn't matter if they went and followed that person and start, and started shooting. Mm-hmm. They're going to say it was self defense and, and it, it was justified for shooting those people, you know, and so.
0: But I think that you're kind of like teetering on the, the, the point of it all, right? So. It seems like before we, again, before we say anything, there's a, th- they're feeling threatened, right? Mm-hmm. So like a lot of times, um, when they're, when, and there's been so many black men, boys that have been killed and gunned down to, due to police brutality or what have you. But what you'll often find is that they're always saying, I felt threatened for my life. I felt like my life was in danger. Mm-hmm. And that validates the shooting, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like if you feel threatened before I say a word or even if I'm not coming at you, even if I'm running away, in what circumstance don't you feel threatened? Because I'm saying you are the police officer. You have the gun and you're allowed to carry and you are allowed to shoot me if you feel like your life is in, in, in danger. For me, there's nothing to protect me in those those situations, like I, I'm telling you, I didn't mean to do whatever, or if I'm sorry, or if I'm even, if, but but in most cases, like it doesn't matter whether you're sorry. It doesn't matter if it, you told me to reach for my registration, and I start, I go to do what you tell me to do, and you still, you're on edge, mm-hmm. you're trigger ready. You know what I'm saying? So that that speaks to before I even can 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 allow you to know that I'm not this big black man that's ready to kill you. Yeah. I'm not even allowed to, to, to be who I am in those spaces because you shoot me down before I get there
1: mm-hmm. so I'm paying down as an advocate is there any truth is do we think there's any truth in being afraid of like even as a black person like are there certain neighborhoods that we, we you won't go in are there certain like if I' you heard the story before like if I'm at the bank machine and somebody comes up close, you know, yeah. W- will my reaction change if they're a white person or a black person? Let me person? tell you
0: something. I am probably the. I believe in that a hundred percent. Like I, I'm scared of black people. <laughs> I'm like even afraid to say it. There's oh, I certain. Hate it. I hate to say that, but let's be real. You go in, like, I, you know, you go in the wrong parts of the city, the wrong parts of the hood, or whatever, and you're. I can see why people are scared of us. I'm not trying to be funny because we have this i mean it's cool and swag and all that good stuff but at the same time it's like i i know you'll kill me black man Mm -hmm. from one black man to another Mm -hmm. you get you'll you'll be like oh he got it and i want it and i'll take it you know what i mean so there's a certain level of black on black fear Mm -hmm. to be honest too like but at the same time for what about me who is a black man that i don't feel like you should have a reason to fear me but because I'm just black and you associate me with that, with everything bad black, then I'm gunned down off the break. You know what I mean? But I do understand those, those like, I do get why, why people can be scared of us because I've seen us in action.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think with me, I've had to train myself over the years to have a overall situational awareness, not just off of like skin color, but knowing what to look for a certain, uh, uh, um, actions that somebody's giving off certain demeanors you know stances things like that that can be intimidating whether you know white black whoever you know these are the things that i'm starting to look for now so for instance if i'm at an atm and i see somebody kind of you know coming up behind me they get the mirrors on the atms now so you can kind of see behind you or whatever like that um but if i see somebody behind me and they're just kind of like you know they keep looking around they're kind of fidgeting and stuff like that that's uh, signs of like tension or you know just uh nervousness and stuff like that that th- those are the certain things that i'm starting to look for now uh you got somebody that's kind of you know fidgeting kind of looking around you know just kind of checking this around to see who's watching this is like all right dude calm down we we both at the atm what you keep jumping for yeah um so it's 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 things like that that i'm starting to look for rather than you know from a perspective of you know what we've seen in the past with even you know people of our own skin color um i agree with you though i've i've been that way yeah i've been that way in the past like i go around certain neighborhoods and you know if i whether i had neighborhood beef with them or with my neighborhood right. or you know whether i know that area to be you know just hostile as far as like the different crimes and everything like that you know it's either you know i'm gonna keep it moving um i'm gonna go in wherever i gotta go come right out go to my car keep it moving uh or just don't go at all but um in this day and age you got to have an overall situational awareness man it don't matter because it can catch you
0: slipping anywhere that's the thing and i'm like i've grown around that culture for so long being um in the you know Suitland and 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 and, there's just the the area area we live in is, is uh like Suitland and you know, district heights, whatever. And in those areas, there's poverty individuals, mm-hmm. you know? And so if I'm rolling, I mean, I, I used to own a, a Mercedes, right? And, and I remember, I remember times when I was driving that car and I'm riding around and I've got my music blasting and I would feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? I would, I would lower the music. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, if I'm rolling through the wrong neighborhood, people just looking at you cause you blasting your music and you flashing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, oh, this nigga think, you know what I mean? I mean, excuse my language, but he think he got that, you know what I mean? And they're coming after you off of that. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever they deem, you know, a reason mm-hmm. to come after you, they just do it. And they, and so it's, I agree, you have to be hyper vigilant, but it's sad that within the black culture, we don't, we, we're, we'll do it to each other in a heartbeat without thinking, you know, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it to other cultures or other, um, ethnicities, excuse me, but like more than anything, yeah, excuse me not even ethnicities, more so racist but more than anything will we'll really come after you know each other sometimes and I think that that's something we have to speak to as well
2: yeah um poverty is poverty so the mindset of okay I'm struggling I'm gonna go out here and get it however I can get it that ain't that ain't racial that's anybody that's hurt that's true yeah anybody that's hurting and they try and you know just make a living or they just trying to you know take what they can just cause. That's beyond race, man. That's just a, a mindset in general, and that's the uh, a matter of the heart for anybody. Think about the folks that, you know forget you know trying to rob somebody or whatever like that. Think about the folks that have walked into Walmart and shot up an entire Walmart. Yeah, you know it, 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 that wasn't a skin color thing. That was. Just but a why?
0: The- why? I agree with you. But why um, are most of the black community impoverished areas?
1: Hmm. Hmm. That's an easy one. Go ahead, easy. So <laughs> historically, there is a reason why minorities—I mean, everything goes back to to slavery—and mm-hmm. so, and 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 whenever I, I hear people who try to counter that, I just I, we can't even have a conversation. I, I, I one of the people who I follow is um as DL Hughley, his show, yeah. on social media, yeah, and and and, the, uh, and he has a great show, and uh, I think he had someone on there to talk about the fact that. America is has yet to come grips with we we can't move from the past because we don't even we're not honest about the past. And there's so many people who do not even understand how the slave trade has an impact on today's culture and or, or today's society. OK, be specific. In what so, sense. so case in point, I remember when I was at Towson. This is when my when I, my eyes kind of got open. I was having a conversation with with some students, and Towson, if we don't know, is a, is, a, is a white university, so it is it is diverse, but the majority of students who go there are white, so it's not an HBCU, and so co- t- topics about race come up quite, quite often. And I was in the class, and this student, we were having this same debate, and, and I said that well, you know, slavery, it, it, a reason why things are are today is slavery. He said that's not true. I said okay, okay, let's 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 Let's, let's bring down the pipe. What what college did your did your, did your parents go to? And he said, you know, his parents went to some school, whether it was Duke or John Hopkins. I said, well, my mom went to Morgan. Okay, my mom has a degree, cool, which is which is still rare. I said, my dad never went to college. What about your dad? He, okay, cool. Where'd your grandma go to school? Like, where, where, where'd your grandparents go to school? He starts naming another school. He said, well, my grandparents couldn't go, My grandma graduated from, from college when she was 50-something because she couldn't go to school. You know, it was it was just it was off limits. where' did your great grandparents go to school? And you see where this story went. He kept naming schools, and I said, "Well, my great 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 grandparents were slaves. They couldn't own property. They couldn't own anything. So if you narrow down just the the wealth, like you had, you all you you, you you one culture has already started with a with one foot in front of the other one, mm. and so." you 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 can file that to to the establishment of the ghettos and the the establishment of of black communities of white lining like not allowing certain groups in certain communities all those things stem from slavery and so
0: are we are we really going to continue to use slavery as the crutch as to why the black community is not you
1: have to acknowledge it though watch this i'm not saying that we can't move from it the problem is that that it's what does acknowledging even, it do? So, but, but so, but the question is, why is it like that? That's the reason why.
0: Why, why is what like that impoverished? Because I'm saying, I'm saying, why are the black communities, or why is it impoverished communities are, in my opinion, predominantly black?
2: I think it's beyond. I think it's beyond just slavery. It's 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 a part of it. It's a huge part, though. It's a huge part. Yes, it needs to be acknowledged, but I think the. It comes to institutionalized racism, like the systems and stuff that have been put in place, um, since slavery was a thing. Um, those systems that have been put in place that cause us to be in the area that we're in now, the mindset that we're in now. Yes. Uh, is I,
3: is there, any
0: of it, it our fault? That's my question though.
2: We do have some responsibility to
1: stay in it. Stay in it is our fault. Yes. The cause of it, I'm saying no, but
2: to stay in it is our
1: fault. Okay.
2: Before before we even got here, before, you know, when slavery was a thing, there was a, a system put in place where certain people will be on top as long as there's a mindset that people exist exist to have less.
3: Mm hmm.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, know, you kind of get what I'm saying with that? No. So as long as. The folks that were here before us, mm-hmm. right, or the colonizers, right, mm-hmm. when they when they got here, they had this mindset that we will we always need to stay on top. And what do we need to do? What mindset or uh, system that w- do we need to put in place to ensure that we stay on top? As long as somebody is existing to ha- always have less. So if you have that overall mindset, these systems and stuff are now put in place. Slavery is one of them. Um, another one would be like, um, even think about modernized, right? So you put in a poverty area, you got your, your liquor stores and corner stores and things like that. Uh, you sell things like hot Cheetos and Takis, right? Y'all, y'all know about those. uh, I know about Takis. I don't know about Takis. (laughs) It's a big thing right now. Yeah, Takis a chip. Yeah. hot, Hot Cheetos has been a thing. Takis is another the new form thing. of, you know, hot Cheetos.
0: OK, what's the what's the thing correlated
2: to that? Um, so correlating to that is the opi- opioids that it activates and stuff in your mind um, that forms an addiction. Um, The more you eat those things, the more you gain an addiction for it and it starts to have your uh, the, the health effects. And where do you see those things majority? You see them in the corner stores, the liquor stores, impoverished areas.
0: I thank you for saying that because I love that you said that. And that's that point is so important. Mm. I went cause, and I'm going to tell you why I went to um I was in Tyson's um, corner area, you know, like that. To Diddy, Mm -hmm, you know, area a little bit, and so I was like, man, I was hungry, and and I don't usually eat Burger King, but I was like, I need, I need, I want Burger King, I want a specific thing from Burger King, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm in Tyson's, and I put Burger King in my, you know, map finder. Like, yo, let me whatever ways, the closest Burger King was 20 minutes away. (laughs) Now, if I put Burger King in my in my phone right now. It'll be two minutes away. It's like two to five minutes away from here. Mm -hmm. So I believe, I, and I, I believe in that. Javita and I talk about, my wife and I talk about that often, right? Where in near our neighborhoods and where we live, we live in a somewhat affluent area of Maryland. Mm -hmm. But even with that being the case, there's not a salad area and that's a food uh, industry. Mm -hmm. It literally is like checkers, Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, like, and so, and, and I'm looking at the correlation like this. If if the closest things to us are fried, you know, foods and unhealthy products, and then currently right now, you know, I was experiencing having to be in the hospital uh, to see my, my my grandmother was a little bit ill, and predominantly in those hospitals, those rehab centers, guess what you see? Black people. Mm-hmm. So many mm-hmm. of us, and then not only if we don't see them in the hospital, you see them. You see that they're overweight, you see that they do not exercise, and they still killing them Cheetos. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're killing those, those, I I mean, I'm guilty of, it. well, I think we've all at some point been guilty of it because a lot of it is cultural. Mm -hmm. So as I'm looking and evaluating now that I have a daughter who's two years old or she'll be two years old soon. And I'm looking at her and I'm saying, okay, how do we stop this disease ridden generational curse from occurring? It's how we raise our family members. Mm -hmm. What do we eat? What, you know what do we turn to for food and for nutrients this, and and it's a learned culture like i learned how to eat based off of how my parents ate mm-hmm. and whatever they ate i grew an affection for and now i eat it and now it may be to some degree certain things that i'm eating that be will be the thing that are killing mm-hmm. my organs
3: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: and so i i will have to like second that particular argument that yes the, the, the food that's in and around the, the impoverished areas, areas are almost strategically placed. Because if you go to those more affluent neighborhoods, if you go to where the money is, you will see time and time again, they have the healthier, uh, choices. They have the more, uh, affordable, um, I mean, not, excuse me, uh, not so affordable, I should say, um, choices.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's almost like they know you're not going to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They know you're not going to live in those areas where food is present that will be uh, nourishment to you. And they know culturally you'll eat those things as a choice over eating salad and eating, you know, healthier products. It's like, how, if that, if that is my entire environment and everybody I see around me, is a, either they're a drug dealer and they're, you know, whatever in terms of like the the social economic issues that uh, pertain to those yep. those demographics. Mm-hmm. And then they eat certain things. And then, they, you know, and then we live in a poverty neighborhood where we just steal from each other or we kill each other. How in the world are we supposed to ever have a culture that works together and builds together?
1: We're not. <laughs> we got a couple. Was, so when I say we're not, that's not, that's not, I'm not saying it to, to downcast it. I'm saying that to say that we need to come out of that environment. Like it was
0: purpose for that reason. It yeah. was created to we, make sure that we do we, not.
1: One of the one of the major things that one of the major heartaches I have as an educator is seeing students in in, in in seats in my office and then not seeing those students anymore because they're they're dead and then realizing that that is going to repeat itself. Um, hearing my students just hearing what they talk about. Like you know, like 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 no, I want to punch him in his face. Why? Cause man, he talked about my mom. Because that's what we do. Like we like like so we're not gonna talk about like we no that's this. not we not talk about nothing. And it's just no, I'm gonna get my cousins. I'm gonna get my grand. And, and the next thing you know, look seriously, sure enough, I got the grandmas. I got the aunts up here. No, where's this student at? And so it's just this. It's just this cycle of just what is that though? Like what is that that makes us
0: feel like? You know, no, 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 I, I ain't gonna take that. I'm, I gotta, I gotta come up there and I gotta show them X, Y, or Z. Like, what is, what is that bravado, if you will, that, that kind of, I gotta flex on them.
1: Nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be taken advantage of. Nobody wants to be a pushover, you know, but.
0: But why are we that way? Like, why, why is, it's it, con- just, it's like, is really it just, like, is it just in us, like, as black people to be, like, that way? Aggressors, so, if you will. Watch
1: this. That's why you, you already talked about it before you, I'm gonna let him answer that. But the question is, is that a black thing? Is that a race thing or is it a culture thing? Because most people think that those mean the same thing mm-hmm. and race and culture are two different things.
0: Gotcha.
2: Yep.
1: So <laughs> hit it, Mike. Hit us with the knowledge, Mike. I feel you. I feel
0: you. Yo, Mike over <laughs> yeah, there is doing like, girl, like I, he ready to go in. Go, go ahead.
2: So I, it, it stems into a, like the mindset that we build culturally, right? And going back to, Racism going back to slavery mm-hmm. So We've gone through all this oppression All this time and now that We finally made it out quote unquote We've made it out we we Have all these freedoms Um Now we feel like we have a certain level of pride That we gotta protect ourselves Um even in this day and age You know with, with police brutality And everything like that we're in this Protection mindset that we're We always gotta be on edge So now when you build those, when you have those systems built culturally uh, to protect your own, protect your family, always on protection, always on guard. Yo, that that builds a level of, I guess, distrust and anger towards anybody and everybody Mm. that disrespect you at that point.
0: And, you know, you know, with that comment, it almost leads into adulthood, adulthood. It Mm. does, because. It, it it creates that crab in a barrel mentality right mm-hmm. so like like you already stated like we want to protect our, what we have like even you know we all have mm-hmm. families and so if somebody were to um in any way violate our environment we're going to do what we need to do to protect it mm-hmm. okay but as, even aside from that as we ascend this um economical like you know we're, we're getting better jobs we're getting better you know career making better career moves and we're making right. more money why is it that we isolate ourselves once we make them more money, and we never pull up others?
1: So, I, so I don't want to answer a question with a question. Don't so, go ahead. So here's my thing, because the cra- you're talking about the whole crab in the barrel, like like crab like, in the barrel, like, like, helping, helping people people out. Yes. There's two sides of that coin because I I look at what happened to Nipsey. Like N- N- here's Nipsey Hustle, who was trying to help his community, right, and his community ate him alive. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of, a lot of celebrities who are saying, a lot of rappers, a lot of celebrities are saying, this is why, they're using it as a reason, this is why, once you make it big, you gotta, you gotta come out. Hmm. You can go back and you can donate, you can go back and give, you can go back and, but you don't need to stay there.
0: Wow,
3: that's you, a good you argument. Just
1: did it because it, that your community will eat you alive, and or it will end up killing you once you make it out the hood don't leave it because in a-
0: we're jealous as a nature you know what i'm saying like we just we can't allow someone else to win and we quote unquote lose you know what i mean like we don't know how to like it's a
2: matter of the heart though like yeah across races across cultures, whatever right like that's not just us
0: no that's it's not but i'm just saying we we're the ones that do it and we got to kill you about it and i'm not saying mm-hmm. this is not this i don't know about other cultures i'm just i'm not saying other cultures don't do that i'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. i know we do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we are not like going to let you be out here winning like the way you're winning and then mm-hmm. come back home and be a hero. No, you're not going to be that. Like you're going to,
1: you can win and leave, but you, you know, as long as we can talk about bad about you when you're gone. And, and there's so many, I'm in my mindset. I think about Nipsey. I think about, um, X, which I can't think of his name X because I don't I DMX. Don't, no X Taneshion. <laughs> I'm gonna say his okay. name wrong because I don't really listen to him. But yeah. I know he was very influenced. It was he was he influenced a lot of young people. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like I think about him. I think about all these athletes. I think about the 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 baseball player. Who got shot while he was, he was back home.
0: People say it's a conspiracy. Do you believe that? Do you believe that it's like a, like, it, 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 beyond even the black community, like black on black, would you think no. somebody was like, Nipsey's getting to whatever, whatever, like, white I, people were like, yo, I, take him out type no, thing?
1: I, I don't believe you that. Don't believe in I that. believe the fact that, you, and this is my personal opinion, which leads back to my point. I, one of the things I want to do with my students, and I don't know if it'll be done, but it's just, I want to take them out of their environment as much as possible. Okay. So that way they see that there is a life outside, and I'm not. There's nothing wrong with Baltimore, but when your mind can only think that this is this is life. Yeah. This is, and I think this is why I travel so much. Yeah. Which is why I want I, I want to go to Europe. I've been to Europe before. I want to go back. while I go to different places to see that there is life outside of my little bubble. Yes. And that way my bubble is not exposure. It's, it's yeah. just exposure, and yeah. and a lot of us. Because of money, because of where they're not exposing anything outside of their community. Exactly. So that's it. And you, and if, if and, 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 I, and I'm not, I'm not from this area, but we like, like, we have stoops. We have like people just the same people you see them. They were 10, 11, 12. Yeah. They on the stoop. There's 50, 40, 50, 40 years old, 60 yeah. years old, still, still on, on the, the stoop. same stoop. Yeah. And I'm like, you have you had no urge to want to go beyond your community. Like no goals, no.
0: Yeah, no, aspirations. No
1: aspirations to go beyond that. It was right. just, and my mind was, was 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 he exposed?
0: What? Why? Why? And I I know why a little bit, but why is that exposure piece so important? What um, does exposure do?
2: Because you gotta you gotta see something that's different to see all the all of your available options, mm-hmm. right? If you see that just within your community, that's all you got then you're going to try to, I guess, work with what you have. But if you see other people that got the the cars, the clothes, the, you know, all the different opportunities on how to do that, it opens your mind to, okay, not necessarily I can't because of, you know, my current situation. It's like, how can I? like look, Yeah. And forward. and the
0: truth be told, the exposure of the car and the jewelry and the women, that is a form of exposure, low level exposure as it be, but as far as the community is concerned for young people that are like you know 10 8 10 12 whatever mm-hmm. impressionable that is the pinnacle of success yeah you have reached yeah. like yo you're yo if i if i could only just have the money and unlimited access to women and and jewelry mm-hmm. and cars or whatever just to drive around only hood. I, if i could just drive around the a hood and blast my music that is a yo i remember that being a goal of mine mm-hmm. right i legitimately remember like I was getting a little bit older or whatever. I was like 16, 17 or uh, maybe 18 or whatever. And my mom gave me her car. The car was slow as a mug, like a V4. The jump was so slow, but I was like, man, I was pressed. And mm-hmm. like, all, all I wanted yeah, to do was just ride around the area mm-hmm. and blast my music. Cause that's all I ever seen. And mm-hmm. I thought when I was doing that, man, am I winning right now? Like I'm, I'm able to do this. And it felt like somehow yeah, some level of like right? You mm-hmm. felt like you made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that exposure piece is so. So so big because mm-hmm. if you if you stay in your neighborhood you don't know that there's nothing else. And,
1: and so and that and that's, that leads me to my, what, what leads me to the to the question about is this is this every black person is every black person out here trying to rob somebody? Is every black person out here trying no, to give? some money? So so because so what's the difference? Because and and, and that's why. I, when I think about the fear, when you see a, when when people are afraid of black people, I want people to understand that that certain people are some kind of a way. It's not about their skin color. It's about a learned pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. Culture is a learned pattern of behavior. Here's
0: my thing about uh, this topic in general, though, is that I be, like what you already said was you know slavery has set the foundation for this topic, right? Mm-hmm. And the the part I want to make sure that we have at least conversation about is. What's our ownership of this in this mm. right now? Because there has to be in order for us to have some true like uh, moving forward efforts and excluding reparations, mm-hmm. excluding like yeah. looking to get money back from the yeah, government, yeah. because even if we were given the money, we wouldn't. What would we do with it? <laughs> mm. So that's the thing we never t- seem to touch on as a, as a culture. But aside from even reparations, I'm looking at the family dynamic of black communities that are impoverished. Where we go as men, as black men, we find a woman that's got the, the big butt, big breasts, cute in the face, smash them, knock them up, get pregnant Bye. and roll out. Oh. And that is a epidemic. If we would have literally honed in the numbers, metrics wise, we do that more than ever before. I feel like.
1: And I will tell you, just being in an in, in inner city, multiple school system, it is higher than, than most races. Yeah. It, it is, it is, it is the that that and that and that's the thing and i'm and so while while i i see slavery as as being a has not helped has been more of a cause to poverty it is not what's kept us in in poverty yeah. it is not what has kept us now yes i like mike's point about some of the the, the, the institutionalized racism that happened after that cuz that actually made it worse mm-hmm. and 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 we're trying to come out of that but a lot of the things to John's point is that we're actually keeping ourselves in it purposely, purposefully. And yes. We don't understand that it's, we don't understand that, but like a simple thing as a dad not raising his kids. Yes. Or a mom not raising their kids is killing us, especially when it comes to education. If, if, if I take a poll and my class, and my, my classes that have, that are gifted and talented, that have, students who are in IB programs and if I ask them how many of them how, how many out of that poll are those 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 students out of that class have both their mom and their dad and not even if it's together just active in their life the numbers hands will fly up but if I take that same poll in my standard classes mm-hmm. the hands aren't as high mm-hmm. most of them don't have two active parents in their life, and I'm and I'm not talking about together. That's what, we can have a whole topic on, you know, having a mom and dad together in the household. We're just talking about just being active in your, your your child's life. Yeah, and black fathers
2: are just they're just not active. Yeah, like you know, and um the 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 male figure, the black male figure in the black household, is so important to have or pivotal, um, to have in the household just because of like. You no, know, from a a black man's perspective, a black boy's perspective. My mom can try to teach me all day how to do certain things that a man should do, but if I don't visually see that from a man like an example on how that is supposed to be done, the the mom reaches a limit. She reaches a limit that she cannot like she can't uh surpass because a man has to teach a, a man has to teach a man how to be a man. Yes. Straight up.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think daughters need 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 that. Yes, daughters also need their like their their dads in their life,
2: because they they need the example of how a man is supposed to be able to treat
1: them. Good dad, good dad. I like mean, good me say, dad, good yeah, dad yeah. like good active. As I say, I, I, my confidence goes to like being actively integral to the part of your child's your child's growth. Mm. You know, and, and we're not talking about together because I mean I, there are a lot of people people who couples who aren't together, but both parents are so active in their life that that you see why the child is flourishing and and I'm and don't miss don't take that's what I'm true. saying wrong yeah I'm not saying if if you're a single parent you can't raise I'm that's not what I'm saying at all yeah I'm just saying that it, it is a systematic problem in the black community yeah that is hurt that is tanking us
0: it's not saying that that a single parent can't do it it's more saying this is the way it was designed to work yes I think that's better a better way of framing and
1: it. I'm just gonna be straight and blunt why is it that a lot of my students who are in honor rolls and GTs and have the great grades and, and that are, that are black, I mean, we're talking about skin, skin tone right then that are black. Whenever I see a student who ha- is, has, whose parents are from Africa, they generally do exceptionally well. Yeah. Why is that?
0: I think it's because they're uh, not
1: American. I mean, like, the drive, like, like, but the, the drive,
0: drive is different the, from di- other countries. Di- it's
1: different. Like, it makes sense. Their parents. It's, it's different. I'm call. I'm. I'm calling out. Of, I'm calling America out. What is it about America that is almost tainting? Like, oh yeah, it's, it's killing us. Oh, we, oh we don't spoiled. get me started on how the, on we that. Yeah, I about to we say we now. we
0: are we're sport. We love. First of all, give us everything. That's part of the problem, right? So. In that in that lower social economic, I'm making broad strokes right now, mm-hmm. right? I'm me not, too. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. The don't hold me to everything.
1: Uh, I'm I got saying. some data later. Bro. But
0: but at the end of the day, we're in line to give our children jays. Mm-hmm. We're in line to give our children clothes and give our children, um, you know, whatever they want at whatever point they want it, and we want to make sure that they have all the best of everything, right? Uh, So it's a a little bit of a complex of we want them to have everything we didn't have. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's another comp, the the other part is what they really need and what they don't have is legacy. Mm. So we want to give them, we're we're trying to give them, we're trying to give them what we can afford, which is what you really can't afford, right? So it's kind of a funny, uh, like thing because it's like, okay, if I give you all the clothes and shoes and stuff that you want, you say you want, you're happy, but you're not, you're not, Legacy driven. You're only like, I fit the moment to fit the need. I made you happy. I made you pleased. But we're not thinking like down the road around the corner when you have your child, what will they have? So that legacy driven portion to me is like, man, like what, what isn't about our culture? And I'm not going to lie to you. When I, when I, you know, stopped working that full time job and started being able to like do like work my own business, it gave me the space to start having more introspective looks at my life. Before then, all of what I was doing, I felt was to like, like to view, be viewed as good enough as far as my circle. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to say, OK, you know, John, yeah, look at John or John. At least John has it together like I have it together. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to fit in to the circle. But when I when I when I finally lifted my head up from working that full time job and starting saying, OK, like, what am I really trying to build here? Beyond the house, yeah. beyond a car, what's, what's beyond your a carpet, look like, really? huh?
2: What's your vision look like, really?
0: Yeah. Like, what's the What's the overall the, What's the vision of the Jones family legacy? Not just the mm-hmm. Jones marital bliss between my wife and I. Yeah. Like, what's the What's the forty? No. What's the eighty? No. What's the one hundred twenty year like line, lineage? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: That we're looking for from my family, mm-hmm. and I and it started it's, for me. I I, I know we're, we're we've spent a lot of time on this, but I feel like the topic is so so good because yeah, yeah. it's really like. What are we going to do? What, John, no, not we. John, what are you going to do?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I, I feel like we always be we driven and then have a bunch of we like, like, we going to take, we going to take back America. We mm-hmm. going, and then we go back home and do, and go, go watch TV and mm-hmm. forget about everything. But if you stuff. just
1: change your household. But if I just, if just change my change household and change household. my
0: mindset, change my wife, change my child and, and allow that to like, like kind of boil over to my relationships with my friends. Then the next thing you know, I, we we're changing culture.
1: And I'm gonna add something to that because so my mindset before when I was first as an educator, I, used, I always say, "Man, because if you all know, if you all know anything about education, it's, it's 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 a field that is dominated as far as educators, predominantly by white by white white people or most or most educators. Yeah. And if you it really drilled down by white women. So something like eighty percent of teachers in in America are white women, mm. and meanwhile, most as we know, popul- the population of, of the students is changing. Yeah, and so like my district alone is now the majority of students in Baltimore County are not white. It's it's an extremely diverse. Okay, student, but yet the majority of educators are still white. That's not changing. Watch it. That's not changing. Yeah. and then I used to be like, well, why? We need to hire more black teachers. We need to hire more black teachers. Right. No, we don't, cause we broke. No, we don't. Mm. My mindset changed this year drastically. Okay. And and the reason why I thought about this is because, educator and I'm an educator, is not a field that is very lucrative. It does not pay a whole lot at right, all. Right. And so I'm like, how how are how, it's going to be very impossible, for, our people to move forward if we all became educators. Mm. So follow where I'm going. I used to be like, yeah, I want to, I want more blacks. But not at the expense of, of of us as a people not taking higher jobs that pay more, and, right? Uh, and and they can move the family more. Mm. And, and I thought to me that it it it, it yes, I would love black educators. Yes, if you want a job, I promise you, I hire you right. as long as you are fairly decent. You, you are hired. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, for for a long time, that was the only job that was available to for us. Yeah. But now there are so many avenues. That are available to black people. Right. That's why they're not going. They're not trying to be a, a teacher. Right. What? I could be a doctor. I could be a lawyer. I could be an engineer. I could be, I could be this. I could, I can own my own business. Yeah. I am not going to that classroom to deal with Johnny yeah. for, for, for 35 $40,000 a year when I could just stay in school a little bit longer or I could get a business degree and own my own stuff. Bye. And that's why they're not coming. And I'm actually not mad at that. Yeah. Because what I would rather have is two parents who, who work who have who who bring in a good money and, and and are taking their family together like and raising that up
3: yeah and
1: and and you know what's going to happen the default is that child is going to be it's going to be so productive yeah because he's going to see how he's being raised mm-hmm. and what his parents are going through to get it mm-hmm. and so it, it it's it's kind of like i don't want to give that up just to sack to get another black person in the classroom mm-hmm. so what they can struggle I'm just being real right now. So, so so you want me to, so they can struggle. Right. So they can struggle paying their bills and et cetera. Mm. Nah, nah, if you can, if you can do more and be more, I'm t- be more.
2: So I, I, I feel you on that. Um, I want to touch on the topic of legacy um, a little bit. Cause so going back to what you were saying, yeah. about legacy mindset, right? I'm um, thinking 120 years from now, what does the Jones family look like? What does the Williams family look like? Um, that, I think, focusing on legacy, like what what you've come from in the past will help gauge where you need to be in the future. So us as a, you know, black in the black community, focusing on the things that have happened to us in the past, whether it's slavery or whatever, the things that we weren't able to have before, and now that we have it now, what do we do uh, what type of pride do we need to have over the things that we're capable of doing now? Um, we need to have pride over the things that we're capable of doing now based off of what we didn't used to have. Okay. Now that we have those things, it's like, you know, it's, again, it's given to us. Like it's, it's right there in front of us. We're, we live in a day and age where everything is just immediate right there in front of our face with social media, with uh, Internet access, with technology. All that stuff is right now and say, if we didn't have all these things, how would we be able to carry ourselves? Like, how yeah. will we be able to live? Right. And, um, understanding, okay, as a black community, before we had all of these different freedoms and rights and everything like that, and the people that have strived to get us to this point, it, it builds a sense of pride about each other, about ourselves, Yeah. uh, to the point where we look at ourselves as not as a, you know i gotta get mine you better get yours type thing no how can we lift each other together because this is this is like we we're african americans like this is what we've done so far what else can we do right together and yeah. um i i just really wish people would see it from that point of view uh a level of pride not just having a pride like about yourself and you know you you just selfish with it like what could we do as a people
1: so with i had a question about that then yeah. so because we're talking about elevation of it. So, if, if you – because I, mean, I grew up in Baltimore, mm-hmm. you know I mean? and I think you, you grew up in, in – In Maryland. In Maryland. Yeah. PG. And you, you're from – you're all from PG. So, PG, yeah. you know, if – and I, me and a few of my friends, who are, we have a group being kind – of, and all of us are from Baltimore or – at least live in Baltimore, and we talk about a lot that one of my friends lives in Houston. My other friend just bought a home in North Carolina. My mm-hmm. other friend, you know, he he, he is, he, you know, they all working. My other friend is a manager at a re, at a at a, a restaurant. And so, what is it about us? And watch this. And none of us live in Baltimore City anymore. None of us. Hmm. Does that make me a sellout? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you move if you if you, you grew up in the city grew up in an urban community and you decide to move
2: out of that community yep. are you now a sellout because no. you move out no I don't I don't believe it's a sense of like there's a balance with it right um, at the end of the day you're an individual and you have to look out for your immediate family and the wealth of your immediate family um, and focusing on your legacy and what you want better for you and your fam. So what does that mean? If you've been stuck in inner-city Baltimore or, you know, whether it's D.C., whatever areas there are where uh, those opportunities aren't available, um, where, you know, better opportunities aren't available, move out, get those better opportunities, but don't forget about where you came from.
1: How, did, how, do you, how, how can you not forget where you came from? without staying where you came from
0: you go back and you teach you you educate. go back and you educate you you don't just go and educate yourself and get yourself there and then say okay i made it and mm-hmm. you're at the top of the mountain and you can take your now take your legacy or family forward you go and you learn and you you take that information and take it back to where you you know what i mean where you grew up where you where and where people want to gain that information from everyone doesn't want to learn everyone doesn't want to grow we mm-hmm. we We talk. We always go on the black community like oh you didn't come back and help us well did you want to be helped
3: hmm.
0: were you in a posture that you wanted to receive education to get out of you, some people don't want to get out some people are really let's be frank some people are comfortable where they are yes and to get out would require them to get uncomfortable and they're not going to do it there's There's, no growth you gotta want the growth you gotta want to take the trip so like you know that 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 is a a whole different thing even entrepreneurial journey you could talk to almost any entrepreneur any person that's trying to build a business it's not from from bottom to top it is a circular up and down roller coaster type journey Mm -hmm. you may have a good day and you may have five bad ones Mm -hmm. but are you willing to go on that journey to get to that end of that pinnacle of success or are you going to say I'm a just because complaining sometimes feels better. It makes you feel like you've insulated yourself with comfort because you complained. You may not want the change that you say you want. You kind of just want to be able to complain and have the, you know, have the feeling of, oh, I, you know, if only I could have did X, Y, and Z, but you could say that, but you didn't really want it. That yeah, makes that, sense. That,
2: that reminds me of the concept of like, if you want something you never had, uh, you do you something got, different. Yeah, you got to do something you never done.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. You cannot, I could not, I could not have worked my job and be doing some things that I'm doing right now. There's no way I had to leave and I had to leave then. And I'm not even sure sometimes don't, don't, don't get that twisted. Like, Oh, um, John, you know, he knows what he's doing. I'll be sitting there like, bruh, what did I do? Mm-hmm. I need to go back and beg for my job back because the entrepreneur journey is extremely hard and it's not for everybody. And, and I think, think that we've made it exactly sexy. We've made it yeah, sexy. like everybody's talking about it. But just because everybody talks about it doesn't mean it's a journey for everybody. It's a lot of work. And out yeah. it's, it's yeah, it's a lot of work and some people is that are on the journey don't know if it's for them. You know I, I, what I'm saying?
2: I want entrepreneurs to be able to reveal those things more. If right. they're not doing it already. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. To reveal, okay, yo, this was not easy. Like, Oh, I do it all the time. If you this, follow me
0: on social media, I yeah. will tell like, you. This sucks you know.
2: at some point. Like, some days it still sucks. But yeah. You know, there's glory on it. Yeah, who's that guy that you, that you follow that goes
1: into the black community teaching them about how to own? Jay Morrison. Jay Morrison, yeah. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that to me is just really dope. Really that's what I'm it. saying. That's, that's,
0: to me, that's what I want. That's what I, that's a part of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to educate for myself. I want to educate for our community. So the more I learn about what my business is supposed to, you know, grow into and become is, is, is why I'm, that's my why. Like it's, it's not my first why. My first why is legacy. My second why is, is, is for myself, obviously, to have some kind of financial stability for the long term. And then third, most, you know, also equally as important, I should say, is for my community to be able to say, okay, guys, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. And I'm, and not to monetize that. This is, that's another thing we do as, 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 as entrepreneurs. I know they want, it seems like a genius idea. Like you are interested somewhat in real estate. Cool. You pay, you pay $500 for this two day course and that determines how serious you are about it. No, I I don't want to do that. That's wrong. We, you know, we should openly share how to gain some level of stability and wealth for the generations to come. Mm-hmm. Like, like what Jay Morrison is doing from corner to corner, doing a tour where he just goes to every corner he, he he plans to go to and teaches the basics of real estate building. Everyone, everyone should have real estate in their portfolio. Everyone, I I have yet to create a a a, a portfolio of real estate, but that's a goal. But, but we gotta, gotta know that that's on the map of goals. We gotta be talking about it as a goal. We, we gotta say this is something that's important to us. And so going back to Terrence's point, where he's speaking about he doesn't need everybody to be a teacher, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I also would say taking a step further, say the way we the way we keep kids around information without maybe not having to take them take them on a trip to go there, bring the entrepreneur, bring the the um, bank owner, bring the doctor to the school, the black ones. This, this is possible. Is this possible. is how I did it. Here's my phone number. Here's my email. Here's my, you know, Instagram account. You can contact me anytime, and I want to be a resource to you because you do not have to end up like X. Do you think
1: black people are scared of mentorship? Because what you're talking about is almost like mentorship. you Absolutely. think black people are scared it's of not the, mentorship? I,
0: think, I don't think that black people are scared of it. I don't. I think black people don't care about it. It's not important to me. From
2: what perspective? Mentorship. Like, what level? You being mentored or you being a mentor? Both. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I, I think we are, we, I, this is my personal opinion. I think we as a culture are selfishly driven. So we don't want to help nobody. We, and we may want to get help, but it's still for our own benefit. So that's still a selfish gen, like generated idea. We can't, the the best top, like, excuse me, I'm sorry. I know that this thing popped just now, but the best type of mentorship is when you can find a way, okay, I'm going to receive this mentorship from you, but I also want to add value to you as my mentor. So if before I'm I don't want to just take from you. I want to find a way like what do you need that I can provide some level of okay well this is what I did for you too. So I'm not always just receiving, I'm giving something back to you. But I think for our our culture today it's like well what can you give me? And what value is it of to mine? And of of, of it, is it of is it to me? And then we want to get there. We want them to go through everything they go through and give us the 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 manual. As if you know, like we shouldn't have to go through anything. You have to go through something. Now, one thing I was thinking earlier, Mike, about what you was talking about relative to slavery, I I was thinking as you were talking, if we were slaves today, if we were told like this, if we had to deal with the things that they had to deal with in the 1900s, early, early early mid 1900s, what would what would happen to the the way black demographic is today? Basically, my premise is: do we have what it do we have what it takes? To make it through to the other side, like our ancestors made it through to the other side. No. We, don't the no. we don't have the grit. We don't have the grit. We don't have the grind. We don't have we don't the, the stick to it. We don't also have, and we're, and we, and we we're, we're, So we're add, selfish. add all those things together, right? And I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking like, yo, if we had a quarter of what they had, not even a full, just a quarter of that, that level of connectivity and let's do this together. And that's like, I, I remember, I mean, I, I wasn't, Alive, but I would see movies where they would say, yo, somebody, you know, is in jail or somebody died or whatever. And they would raise money as the church like, because to, to, they couldn't afford it on their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they would come together. We don't even go to church. I mean, we out here like, bro, I was I'm going to watch t- church on uh, at home.
2: You know what I mean? So it's a different culture. I think, I think that attitude stems from uh, the mindset of like, OK, in order to want to achieve change, there has to be enough pain there right there has to be enough pain
0: we good yeah, yeah. come on yeah, this my mom and dad, my mom and dad come. <laughs> come on in y'all y'all want to no don't don't act shy now we shooting but we're gonna do this
2: yeah we in
0: come on in they got the orange got shirt on shirts and
2: everything. Oh.
0: <laughs> what's what's come on up come into the view come behind me come on this side <laughs> yeah what what what's happening here
1: like twins today. <laughs> this
0: <is>
2: Why? <laughs> <laughs> and so, God says, let there
1: be light," and this is the formula for it. Wow. Okay. Oh. oh y'all just that's get now? Okay. dope. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was fancy okay. with my scripture. With my, yeah, you thought you was doing what, something with your what a loser, what a loser. hashtag. Mark, you see, see Mark my, 835. I'm, I'm kind
2: of guessing here as far as the language that's on here, the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. Is that Hebrew? Or is that? Uh, yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I and
0: and where did you get that from? Israel. Israel? Israel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and for everybody else, that's Israel.
0: <laughs> Are y'all going to go off and show, show your shirts at the mall? Yeah. Are you going to go eat? And be a light there. And you're going to be the light, light. at the at the restaurant. I'm not mad at it. That's beautiful.
1: <laughs> Hashtag goals. <laughs> I'm telling you.
0: Awesome. All right. All Thank right, you, guys. You know.
2: So. Um. So, yeah, go ahead. So going back to my point, right? When people want to, they only desire change when they've gone through enough pain to want to get there. So prime yes. example, um, you got somebody that's overweight, they're tired of looking at the way that they're looking in the mirror or tired of feeling the way that they're feeling. Uh, what are they going to do? They're going to strive to go to the gym. Yeah. Right. But, um, if you've gotten to a point where you're satisfied or content with where you are. You're not going to want to go to the gym. If you go to the gym, you just want to do it just for the gram or you just want to do it for, you know, Mm, just, uh, gram. yeah, like you you just want to do it just so it could look good or feel good at the time. But nobody's willing to go through the, the pain points to get to, you know, to reach those goals. Nobody's willing to go through the consistency because they haven't gone through enough pain yet. And, um, I think the pain that we experienced through slavery is what pushed us to get to the point of where we are today. To the point of where change was actually happening. I'm talking about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you know, folks like that. Um, it pushed them to a point where they strove for change and achieved that change. Now we're in, I I feel like we're in a sense where we're so spoiled where we haven't experienced that type of pain. We're experiencing pain now in reference to, uh, the uh, racial inequality Mm -hmm. that we're experiencing. Um, but now that we're experiencing that pain I don't think it's enough to push us to the equality that we deserve
1: and and I, I think to this point I also think there was there are so many this, this is a, this is a there there are a lot of blacks who think that they don't because they're not they're not in our same experiences mm-hmm. they don't have to join the fight you know and and, and that that also leads me to goes back to that same thing. Race versus, versus culture, because skin tone, yeah, I'm black. Like, like, race is, is a social, is a yeah. social construct, yeah. construct. Like the state of America says that you're black. I might move to another country and according to that state, I'm not black. I could be something totally different. Hmm. But race is designed by the, 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 the place that you're in. So in, in America, my skin tone determines that I'm black. But my culture is something different. Cause you could be black and I could be black. Uh, I mean, you know, we have several friends who who were born in that, who family members are born in were born in Nigeria, but they were born here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both American. They're both they're both. I'm an American. He's an American, et cetera. But he has a different culture than I have. You know, he has a different culture, so he's a different learned pattern of behavior than I might I may have. Yeah. And so therefore, his experience is different from my experience. And so there are some things that that I, we have this thing with this that are, are these things race or these things culture? Because I venture to say that some of these, these myths, like if you're black, you got to have a lot of debt. If you ain't got that makes you black. So black people, you have debt, right? Um, you rent instead of own. Right. That's, that's what it means to be black. Like you wear your income. So when the more money you make, the more things you just buy, you know? Um, you live paycheck to paycheck, and I, that's the one thing that I'm, I need to work on because I, I, right now I do think I live almost paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're black, you gotta use slang, because if you speak, if you don't use slang.
3: Yeah. You're not black enough.
1: You're not black. Right. Remember the episode of, of Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Carlton was trying to, Carlton and Will were trying to join the fraternity? This is back yeah, like in yeah, the yeah. 90s. Yeah. And and the guy said, Yeah, we want you, Will, but we don't want him, with that Brooks Brothers with the outfit on. Right. Because he's not black enough. Right. And, and, and Carlton had all these things. I'm not black because what? I'm not black because, and you know, I, I do these things, I do these things, and, I, and this doesn't make me black. Right. Well, you know that here we are 20 years later, and it's, it's still the same same, same thing. things happening. Yeah. You know, um, if you don't, if you eat healthy, like you you, you talk about that earlier. Yeah. If I do prefer, like my wife just just became vegan, and I make a lot of jokes, but it's right right now she's on this, she's she's four weeks in, and she yeah. says she's really, and I'm like I'm making all these jokes, but I'm like when you think about it, she's choosing to eat healthier, so she's so she can live longer. Right. So she could live longer, right? Does that make her not black anymore because she's not quick to go pick up a chicken box and some wings and some fries and that's not what she her go to? Yeah. Do these things really make us black or is this is this just what our what we think is our culture?
0: But you know, I'm sorry, I was gonna say, go you go ahead. All right. So
2: (laughs) I I think we we need to get to a point where we need to change what that our perspective of our culture is, um, instead of what media decides to feed us um if we get to the point where we can change not just okay changing our culture comes down to changing our morals and what we consider right and wrong um what's right is having good credit what's right is having investments what's right is Mm -hmm. you know saying having generational wealth you know instead of you know uh thinking in the mindset oh what's right i gotta have the flashiest clothes on the flashiest shoes and stuff like that um if we can get to that point to realize why we need to change our morals in that mindset to think about longevity instead of right now, I think that would be a good step in the right direction.
0: Yeah. So what I was I actually kind of want to i take it a step further than what you were saying, but I agree with what you're saying as well. I also think that we're short sighted. Mm. We are short sighted. So we, we can only see like. I have money now. I want to spend it now. Yeah. I have, I have, I got a bonus. I want to spend the bonus. I, I want this, so I'll go into debt for it's it. I, it's, it's a vision. It's a vision conversation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and it's it's also, um, what is the value that you have? You know, how do you view yourself as as far as value is concerned? Is your value wrapped in how people view you, or what you actually view of yourself?
1: And you remember, like, so because you went to you you went you you and I went to Towson. And then, and, and, John and, Eastern John Shore. and Terrence yeah, went to Towson. Yeah, mm-hmm. John and Terrence went to Towson. But you went to Eastern Shore. <laughs> and Mike went to Eastern Shore. And so, Shore. so when, you, when your people, when people at Eastern Shore, when they got up, cause I remember at Towson, we would get, we would go to campus. And, and I mean, I, I, committed, but John, you did on campus. I was on campus. Yeah, but people, they just, they, they would get up, they would roll out of bed, whatever, they would brush their teeth, take a shower, and throw whatever on, yeah. and just go to class. Oh, yeah. But when we would take trips to Morgan, it was like a fashion show. Yeah, it was like a. F- I mean, like, and, and, and I'm not, and I'm. This is not me knocking Morgan. I'm just, I'm put just, putting out yeah. putting out a a parallel, a, a parallel perspective. Yeah. perspective. Yeah. it was a fashion show. Is what do, what is he, what does he have on? What does he have on? What is what, what do, while at Tyson? It was just like. No one really cares what Nobody you could. ever wore. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to this class, yeah. and then if I if I can't, I'm going right back to this bed. Like, yeah. I'm not putting anything on. Like, it you know, just, you
0: know, what's funny about that is that even amongst us, I, I, I'm not gonna speak for everybody that that's Towson, but I know for me, mm-hmm. I still care about what I wore, yeah. even though I would nope, my teacher didn't care. I, most people in my class were white, were white, but I I cared because I was like, oh, does this match? And do I have this? Because I have a certain, you have a certain lens. That you're like, yo, I think I should look like this as if it matters. What I, what I want to say to that is, um, we don't know who we are. We don't know. We, we're trying so hard to fit a mold. We're trying so hard to fit in. Mm -hmm. We're trying so hard to be cool and be this and that. And the more I, like, even now, like, the more I started to discover who I was, like I said, leaving my job started opening that door for me of like, who is John? It's so funny. You live for 30 something years, but you don't really know who you are. You don't really know because you don't really search it out because you're kind of like, yo, I am who people think I am versus who I actually am. Mm-hmm. So people yeah, interpret you. interpret me as, I mean, jokingly, I, you may not think of me this, as this way, but fashionable, you know, this person that's all into fashion all mm-hmm. and all that. And like the more I start to discover who I was, I just, I don't really care about that. Like, I, I literally now wear shirts and clothes just to wear shirts and clothes because I know I gotta wear something when I leave my house. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but before it was like, I gotta have this out and I would iron it and yeah, I would yeah. this. It's a different pride that I took into that mm-hmm. versus now I'm like, man, that don't matter.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What I drive used to matter. Now that don't matter. Like the things that I, I I'm telling you it may seem like crazy cuz i still have to own the car that i signed the note to say i have to own it mm-hmm. right. and i'm going to keep driving it because i signed the note to say i would you know i ain't going to just have it sitting there not being used but the bottom line is my my the things that matter to me are are starting to surface and the things that i thought mattered to me are finally being dismantled and until the black community starts doing that on an individual basis and starts to have a lens of how can we make sure our legacy is protected, and that culturally we're more concerned with having prop- our own properties and our own assets, or what have you? Because let's think about it for one real quick. When that, when the recession—not recessions—we not, can talk about the recession, but that's separate. Yeah. When, when they shut the government down, mm-hmm. and people had to stand in line for food that had jobs from the government but had no savings. Had no savings Mm -hmm. of any kind. Now, what's funny about all of that is you talk about it now, it's like water under the bridge. No one thinks about it anymore, but at the end of the day, at any moment, my wife could lose her job. I could lose my job. You could lose your job. And what have you built and constructed to make sure you have sustainability beyond what they have been able to say, okay, this is what you are allotted in terms of pay?
2: So the average... I looked it up some time ago. I think it was beginning of this year, but the average person has like two thousand dollars in their bank account. Yeah. But
1: yes. Actually, I, that's I, true. I know the exact amount. Yeah. It is. I thought it was $2,000. the average black person.
2: That's That's the average,
1: correct. The, the median black person, and actually, it went. I, I'm gonna talk about the. Uh, I won't it. But I'm gonna talk about it. the median black of wealth. Mm-hmm. Actually, went down seventy five percent from two thousand three to two thousand and thirteen. 70, we we wealth in black communities, yeah. and mind you, John, that's even with with, with us getting more jobs, <laughs> right? Having better access to income, the amount of wealth in the black community, the median is literally sixteen hundred dollars.
0: You know, and you know, let me you know why why that is is because no matter how much more money you get, you'll never close that. You'll never change the gap closure because you'll always live to your means. Yeah. So if you make if you're making eighty thousand, you're living at sixty or seventy thousand, you're still you're still feel like you're broke because you are. Yeah. Until we say, all right, I have make eighty, but I only sp- I only spend or w- live around a like twenty to twenty five thousand dollar mark, mm-hmm. then you can start to attribute and think about, okay, I'm saving money and gaining wealth. Mm-hmm. But because I mean, and it's something I'm just now really taking more serious account for. Yeah. So I have to, t- t- for my mind and my mindset and my my last name for my ge- my family, I have to generate more cash flow. Yeah. To mm-hmm. uh to basically offset how much we are spending out. I have to figure that out. And the reality is, all of us do. Yeah. We just don't think about it because we are basically living every single day, day to day, with exp- uh, everything's getting handled as far as we think. Yeah. But the moment that that money, that, that, it, cause everything's a stream when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. When that stream is closed, mm-hmm. what happens? Everybody, when it, when, recession, when it, when it did happen, a recession did happen, everybody stopped spending. And that's why the government had to release, what was it called? The stimulus package. Yeah, the stimulus package. Yeah. And, and who they give it to? Black people. Why? Because they knew we spent it. So we gotta look at, we gotta look at what they know. They, they were so sure of the stimulus package working because they knew who to give it to. That's crazy. Yeah. They, they were like, yo, we'll just give them money. We'll know to spend it. That's that's that that's a. This is invest. who you are. They're not going to invest it. They're not going to withhold it. They're going to spend that money as soon as we give it to them. So here's the money. Go spend it. Do what you do best, black people. Go spend. Mm-hmm. So when when this is why to me this podcast is probably one of the most this is the most important conversations I've had in a long time because rarely do we say what are we doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and have an evaluation. And,
1: and 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 this is why it's important because if you're listening to this and you think we were going to talk about a lot of other things, the reason why we're not is because yes, we're competing against social injustice. Yes, we're competing against black on black crime. Yet yeah, we know that. But the thing, but the, some of those things are out of our hand. But we, but what we're, we're talking about is things that we're actually competing against ourselves. Yes, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. And that's the one thing that we can't blame on slavery. Yeah. We can't blame it on on, race, on racism. We're doing it ourselves, and we have the ability, especially with being in 2019, to come up out of that. And that's a mentality change.
3: Right. Yeah. We have that's to literally mindset. change
1: our mindset. mindset about, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm 37 years old, and I'm telling you, I'm late in the game. Because if, if my mindset was how it was 10 years ago, I would be way farther than I am right now. Yeah. You know, and that, and, and but again, a lot of that is just surrounding yourself, surrounding yourself with people who are also in this mindset as well. Yeah. You know, and so sometimes, and, it,
0: and you have to move with some level of urgency because of, of of how far behind we are. Yeah. Like we have to be yeah. able to say, okay, now I'm I am behind. I had I realize I'm behind. Now, what will I do? now mm-hmm. and that's a constant that's, that question is not a question of today or just for today that's a question every single day mm-hmm. what do i do now what do i do now and mm-hmm. keeping that What's pressure next? Keep, What's yeah next? keeping that pressure over like i think about people like kevin hart right kevin hart is super wealthy why does he still grind hard hmm. he has no need mm-hmm. there's no like He has reached in all of our minds the pinnacle of success, yet you still see him at, he's doing a chase commercial. He's doing two to three movies. He's doing a book deal. He has released a pill that like this for, you know, energy levels. He's 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 in everything. He's paying for another tour. tour. He's in everything. He does a podcast, Serious XM, two hours. It was one hour. Now it's two. Mm -hmm. He's in everything because there's a realization that is, I got to go after it because the window of opportunity is still open for me. I'm going to capitalize on it. Every moment I get Every moment of every single day. Why, when you're a multimillionaire, are you moving at that level of speed, and I am a barely thousandaire <laughs> and moving so slow? Hmm. There is a interesting thing about it that says, yo, something's wrong with not Kevin Hart. Something's wrong with me. There's an ingrained thing that says, no, John, you're fine. You're good. You have a house. You have a car. Mm-hmm. You have a wife. You have a kid. There's no so, need for you. There's something flowing in there. You know what I mean? In the atmosphere that says, just relax.
2: It's a matter of like being comfortable. So going back to what you were saying about um, the recession and then how we were giving all this money, yeah. and whatever like that, um, they knew that the government, whoever, they knew that we would spend it and not invest it because we were the ones hurting, uh, we were the ones hurting so much. Where we, as soon as we got a glimpse of a way to get out of that and be comfortable, we would use it. We would take that opportunity, but we stopped at being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Once we got comfortable, that was it. We That's hurt. the goal for us. Yeah, yeah. To be comfortable.
0: Comfortable is the goal for us. And the thing about I, what I think is, is the quest of entrepreneurship and the quest of making yeah. money. And the idea of like having wealth, that will require being incredibly uncomfortable all the time. Like get, uh, my sister says sometimes, get comfortable, get being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That has to be the mindset. We got to get comfortable staying in an uncomfortable situation. So that means putting yourself around people that are, if you're, and, um, Grant Cardone says this in his books all the time. He says, if you're, if you're the smartest person in the room, that's the problem. You got to constantly be <laughs> in a room. Where you are the dumbest person in the room, so you can grow to attain the yeah. knowledge of the smartest yeah, person in the room, and then good. once you gain that knowledge, Go you put yourself room. in another, another yeah. bigger room mm-hmm. and become the dumb person again. Yeah. But we like to be the smart person and stay the smart person. And so, to me, that's like that's why the posture of my life right now is, John, you gotta stay hungry. You gotta you gotta be like isolate yourself in terms of like learning what you need to learn. Read everything you can get your hands on. Listen to every podcast you can. Grow, look at every, every, uh, uh, you, YouTube, uh, clip that you can. Do everything you can, knowledge wise, to grow your knowledge base. Meet as many people you can, as you can. So you can say, like, you're learning, you're, you're developing, you're growing from every, every situation every day.
2: And then you stay hungry by not forgetting where you came from. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: going back. And
0: going back, and going back. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back, like, that's the biggest, to me, that's the biggest part of all of this. Cause if it can all be in vain. If I go, if I go to the top man and just, let's say I do make a million by in the next two, three years. What difference does it make if, if I made a million? That won't change the world. Yeah. That won't change my community. That'll just change me.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to go back to struggle. <laughs> like, remembering what the struggle was like, this is like, nah, bro, I'm not trying to go back to that. What do I have to do to keep moving forward? Cause the moment that we stay stagnant, that's when we're moving back. Stagnant water stinks. Yep. Say what? Stagnant water
1: stinks. Can't stay stagnant.
0: That's that's good. I didn't ever heard that one. That's
1: true.
2: Good. That sounds like a old country. That sounds like stagnant a grandpa. Stinks, that was a grandpa kind of you know yeah, yeah, yeah. move.
0: So today, man, we we discussed a lot as far as um the, the 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 state of Black America, um the men in the Black America, women in Black America. Um, I think I think this was a great conversation. Um, because I feel like we're touching on things that could change the trajectory of, of who we are as a people. We need to change the minds of who we are. It start, and what I believe is it starts in our mental before we could ever exude anything or be able to create any energy towards mm-hmm. changing anything. Yeah. If it, if it's not led first by our hearts and our minds as, it, cause it has to be something that's like a, it's gotta be something that's like a battery. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it charges the whole car. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it runs the whole vehicle. The engine, if you will, that runs the whole vehicle. Like, we gotta be that way about, um, changing our culture. And we gotta do it together. These kind of conversations, to me, it's like, if you're a fan of Relentlessly Real podcast, obviously, this is only the third episode, but who cares? Tell other people about this episode. Get them thinking in the same way. Have conversations about it in your living room and your dining room. Have conversations. We don't even do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I know sometimes we don't even, we don't even sit in the dining room no more with the, with yeah. our family members. You know what I'm saying? We I'm watch in the, the basement.
2: You in the, you in the, we watching TV or watching a movie or something like yeah. that in the living room
0: and not listen to, I mean, not even talking to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's no, there's really, if you really stop and think about it, there's no real like mystery why we are where we are mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a, uh, people like we just we don't even try to start generating that kind of conversation, if you will, about 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 it. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. And we, before we even wrap anything up, Terrence is gonna do our real talk wrap up about everything we talked about today.
1: So, I got a question: Why is being an, an African American mean you're part of the best culture in America? Why is being black mean you're part of the you are you are if you're black, you are the part of the best race? And the best culture in America? You don't have to answer. I was about to say, I don't it's know. not It's <laughs> not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're not. It's not. Being black, yes, that's right. I said it. It's not the best culture in America. I'm a black man, and I said it. It's not. So, they say numbers don't lie. Check the school board. Okay, let's look at the numbers. According to the New York Times, for every $100 in a white family, well, black families hold just $5.04. According to the Economic Policy Institute, found that more than 1 in 4 black households have zero or negative net worth compared to just less than 1 in 10 white families without wealth. The Institute's policy showed that between 1983 and 2013, the wealth of the median black household declined 75% from $6,800 to only $1,700, while at the same time, the wealth for the median white household increased 14% to a hundred and sixteen thousand dollars we have the lowest life expectancy among all races at 75.3 years while almost every other race is at 79 or higher shout out to the asians who are living to at least at least 87 i want to know what they're doing that
0: rice and chicken bro go ahead
1: now while 29 percent of us have at least a high school diploma which is higher than any other race only 16 percent of us are graduating from college with a college degree that's the second lowest only above Hispanics. And despite what 45 may tell you, blacks still have the highest unemployment rate at 6.1%. We're the only group in America that's above 5%. Blacks represent 12% of the US adult population, but 33% of the the prison population. Whites make up 64%, but only 30% of the prison population. And naturally, I know, I understand, I know, we know there's significant injustice when it comes to race and criminal justice system, but listen, those are the numbers. So I ask you again, are we the greatest culture in America? No. How can we be? The majority of us could give two craps about stocks and bonds, nor even know what one is. Most of us don't invest in anything besides our mortgage, and even that's shaky. We don't even invest in our own community. Instead of residual wealth, instead of generational wealth, we lobby for situational wealth. Please, most of us only have hypothetical wealth. If I hear one more when I get rich post, I'm going to shoot myself. We spend more than we earn, we buy more than we sell, we rent more than we own, we ride around in nice cars but living in straight hell. We are not the greatest culture in America. But we can be. But we can be. Newsflash, your skin tone does not determine who you are. But your culture might culture is learned patterns of behavior and behavior is a summation of habits. You're a liar because you habitually lie. You're a thief because you habitually steal. It's just simple math. So let's unlearn some stuff, y'all. Let's unlearn not paying your bills on time. Let's unlearn not understanding what a 401k, what stock market is, what mutual funds and investments. Let's forget about that $70,000 or $80,000 car until you've actually paid off the $15,000 you already drive. Let's learn about the best jobs with the most ability and teach our children how to go for those jobs. Let's make sure our loved ones have access to healthcare and actually go to the doctor regularly and they actually listen so that they can live longer listen we already know that the judicial system is biased let's not even fool around with committing crimes then so that we don't have to even get a first-hand account of how biased it really is we can do two things at once while, we're, while they're working on prison reform let's just work on not committing crimes and not having to go in the first place let's just be more let's just be more like a huge part of our predicament was not because of us I understand that S- slavery has nothing to do with us. I get that. However, last time I go to my mailbox, I didn't see my re- re- reparation check. Did you? Did you? No. Nope. I ain't seen no check. All right? So there's no sense in me waiting to be great. Let's just be great. For goodness sakes, I do not want to wait for Black Panther 2 to come out to be proud of my people. Mm. Let's not talk great. Let's walk great. Let's really give our children a reason to hold their fist up high, drop their head low, and say, cause I'm black, y'all. Yes, I'm black, y'all. Yes, I'm black the black, and I'm black, y'all. Shout out to CB Four.
0: Wakanda forever. <laughs> 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 nah, man, that man, that was great. That was T, that would be great. Um, the facts is, the facts are the facts, man.
1: Facts are facts, man.
0: And the thing about it, I, I, I'm not gonna jumping back into it, but I really appreciate you just giving the facts, cause the facts can't, you, you can't. That's not opinion. That's not skewed. That's just facts. The facts don't lie. The facts don't lie. So, thank you guys again for tuning in to, uh, Let's See Real Podcast. Um, you know, we are really appreciative of you guys supporting us. Um, and if you could just spread the word about us, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. We, we know that we're just starting out, but we also know we could be as big as you allow us to be. So, the more people you tell about this podcast, the more people you get hooked on it, the more we can, um, grow the, our listeners and may, maybe even be bigger than we thought we could even be. Sure. It's all, as long as we do as a community, guys, it doesn't matter. Let's do this together. Um, you guys, guys, make sure you're following our, um, Instagram account. It's a Relentancy Real podcast. Again, it's a Relentancy Real podcast. And if you ever want to send us any, uh, topic she wants to discuss uh we are more than willing to talk about it and if you want to do that you can send it to relentlessly real podcast at gmail.com again that's relentlessly real podcast at gmail.com And I'm,
1: subscribe to the youtube channel subscribe to the youtube yeah channel. like i don't want subscribe to push that subscribe button, man so and
0: also man we like yo i was looking at the instagram account we had 93 94 followers we could why are we not over one hundred fifty thousand followers by now what we, happened we can do it. What happened? So anyway, follow us on Instagram, follow us on uh, YouTube, follow us anywhere we're allowed to be followed, okay? Just follow us. We love you guys. I'm John. Just don't come to my house. (laughs) Well, yeah, don't follow follow me home. You'll get (laughs) beat. My my name is John.
2: Terrence. And Mark.
0: And you will listen to it. Let me see what podcast.
3: Every day. It's a second Every chance day.